Welcome to Aftermath, the show where we look at how industries will be changed both five months from now and five years from now in the wake of the coronavirus. With more than 60 million poker players in the United States and more than 100 million worldwide, more people play poker than golf, billiards, or tennis. Poker is a game where people are facing each other, are often in very close contact, touch cards and then pass them back and then touch other cards that people have touched, touch chips, then pass them to others who touch them as well. They're constantly being passed back and forth. While that may seem to be a problem unto itself, big poker tournaments are an even larger issue. The World Series of Poker, or WSOP, has about 250,000 people attended each summer in Las Vegas. There are rooms at the World Series where 2,000 people will fit into one room for hours and hours and play poker. Oh, and all these players? It's the World Series of Poker, so they come from all over the world, literally. So in the face of a pandemic, you can see how there would be a lot of questions about what is and isn't possible for big live poker tournaments like the World Series of Poker. This week on the show, we're talking to two people who know the World Series and poker in general very, very much intimately. Matt Savage, who is the executive tour director of the World Poker Tour, one of the largest poker tours in the world. And Matt Vaughn, who is a professional player and has been involved in poker for years and years and years. We're going to get two really different perspectives on what the coronavirus has done to poker and what it may look like in the future. And we're going to see it sort of from the player's perspective and Matt Vaughn, and also the more poker administrative perspective with Matt Savage. These interviews were conducted between three and four weeks ago, and we will have an update at the end of the podcast. Matt, thanks for coming on the show. Happy to be here. First of all, can you just give us a sense what your responsibilities are as the executive tour director of the World Poker Tour? So my job with World Poker Tour basically is I'm a liaison between the players and the casinos and our partner properties and the World Poker For Tour. For those of you who don't so know much like about poker, I'm, I'm Matt Savage is sort of the secretary of state of big poker tournaments. So he's connected to everyone. He knows all the big players. He knows all the companies. When he writes something, people listen. He's a great and clear voice for poker administration. And that's why we have him on the show. Live poker seems to be an especially big problem when you think about a pandemic, this pandemic, specifically the COVID-19 pandemic, but potentially other ones in the future as well. Being the executive tour director, I'm guessing you are sort of involved in a lot of discussions about what you guys are doing and how you're viewing this pandemic. Yeah, I mean, we shut down uh, our last event on the World Tour. The main tour was at Thunder Valley. I was the TD of that event as well. Uh, we had another event scheduled the following week at uh, the Venetian. And uh, we were, you know, it was possible it was going to happen. But uh, last minute, kind of pulled the plug on that one because of everything that was, you know, basically closing in and on everybody. So uh, for that, we had to we had to postpone the Venetian. We had a Deep Stacks events coming up at Thunder Valley. We had to postpone. So basically, we postponed a lot of the different events for the World Poker Tour. Now, when you are talking to other uh, higher-ups at the World Poker Tour, uh, specifically about COVID-19 and how it's impacting everything, are you guys thinking six months out, two years out, five years out? What, what's the nature of those conversations? You know, we're hoping that things are clearing up by the end of summer, maybe by September. Uh, August when we get back to work and get go back to uh, running the event. So, you know, my timeline, hopefully, uh, if everything goes right, is two to three months. Now, it can be easy to get confused 
between the World Poker Tour and the World Series of Poker. So Matt Savage, who's just been talking, is the executive tour director of the World Poker Tour. He works for them. But the World Series of Poker is the really big one. That's the one that you see on TV all the time that ESPN covers. That's the one that the quarter million people come and play over 10 weeks in the summer. So I asked both of our Matts, Matt Savage and our player, Matt Vaughn, if they thought that the World Series of Poker would ultimately be delayed or not, or even canceled. I think if the casinos are open, there's a shot that they could actually run it on time. But, you know, everybody's saying that there's just no chance it starts on time. But, you know, they may have to postpone a little bit, but I still think that the World Series will happen. So I'm sure they're waiting to see, you know, what's going to be possible. Will the casinos open up and things like that. So here's our player, Matt Vaughn, on the same question. But I think they're just going to end up with their hands tied. It will most likely be canceled, honestly. I think I don't think postponement is that likely based on the fact that um, the, the way that these kinds of viruses tend to work when we do the social distancing is like, okay, we're going to flatten the curve for a bit. And then everyone's like, great, the curve is flattened. We can just go back to living our lives. And then suddenly, you know, it just respikes again. So I don't really think that we're going to all be able to flock to poker rooms um, really anytime soon. And certainly, certainly not in the summer. How do you imagine attendance will be impacted if indeed, even if it's a del- on a delayed schedule, something like the World Series or perhaps even the World Poker Tour, if you're thinking five to six months down the line? I think that if it's deemed that it's safe to go back to those things, I'm sure that people will come back out and come back to the World Series Poker. Uh, how it affects numbers, who knows? You know, Will there be travel restrictions, things like that? Uh, will people be afraid to go, go back and play again? Uh, will we have some kind of uh, vaccine or... Uh, something that, uh, you know, makes it better to where it's not as, uh, you know, as, as deadly as it is right now. Um, so I think all of those are factors. But yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people would show up. Do you see yourself just getting right back on that horse and when the World Series is being played again, going back out there and sort of be, it being business as usual for you? Or do you think things will be different? Will my views of when things should come back align with when things actually come back? Uh, so, you know, I could definitely see myself not going uh, to the JBSP. And honestly, like, that's something I never really thought I would say outside of it being literally canceled, uh, because I, I love the JBSP. Like you said, I've, I've been going a long time and for a long period of time over and over again. So, I, I mean, I'm really like, that guy. Like, I'm going to be out there seven weeks, if if at all possible, if I don't think I'm, you know, sort of damaging the community or like hurting other people by doing it, I'll be there. But I can't say for sure that those things will align with what the WSOP chooses to do. And it's hard to even say what, what the landscape looks like, you know, like you alluded to in even, even 2021 and beyond. So when these guys are saying WSOP, that's shorthand for World Series of Poker, just so that's clear. So Matt Savage, the executive tour director of the World Poker Tour, wrote a blog post about things that people could do in tournaments that might make it safer. So I asked him about that. In your, um, in your blog, you talked about some procedures that you were recommending for tournaments, at least yes. for the, for the <laughs> short haul. Uh, right. So you, you talked about uh, wiping down all rails with disinfectant wipes before the start of the tournament and again on every break. And when you say rails, just for folks who don't know much about poker, that's the rails of the poker table, I assume. Right. And yes. Um, so where all the players sort of lean on and, and sit up against. Um, also having hand sanitizer visible and readily available, keeping non-players out of the tournament area at all times, which would be a big change, 
and right. keeping tables nine handed or less. So the players don't have to touch each other constantly. <laughs> Just how you phrased it. As you think about those recommendations, all of which seem to make sense, do you think those are things that are doable for both the World Poker Tour and let's say the World Series of Poker, maybe other big live events? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously there's, you know, the fact that uh, they're in close proximity and, and, and things like that. And do I think it's possible? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen next month? Probably not. But I, I, you know, I think that people will get used to that. I also think um, that people will come up with a lot of different uh, ways to make sure that they are keeping safe, whether people are wearing masks, people I'm sure will be washing their hands much more often. I know you keep hearing that. I know that people will be using that hand sanitizer and hopefully they'll be using, you know, some, some better, you know, ways to cough and to sneeze, where in the past you might see people coughing and sneezing on their hands. Hopefully they'll be doing it the correct way now, maybe not as much eating at the table, things like that. So I think that there's a lot of ways that people can be better about uh, the way they take care of themselves and others while they're playing poker. I had to ask our player, Matt Vaughn, about these changes as well. Would those changes be enough to bring someone like you back to the World Series, or do, is there more that needs to be done? Uh, th those things are not going to bring me back to any live poker room anytime soon. Um, I just don't think it's enough. You're still at the mercy of the people who can voluntarily or not use hand sanitizer uh you are still sitting in close proximity to people you know from a like respiratory perspective you know you're not six feet away from virtually anyone at the table it's like yeah it's probably better all of these things are better but they all sort of strike me as half measures in the current climate what kind of measures could an event like the world series of poker undertake that would actually bring you back out this is maybe while the curve is still being flattened as opposed to like four years from now when we could, or two years from now, whenever it is where we could comfortably say, okay, everyone's had it. We've established herd immunity. There's antibodies and it, maybe that's a different spot, but like for the yeah. 2021 or 2022 World Series of Poker, what could they do that would actually get Matt Vaughn to say, I'm going? <laughs> or is there anything they could do? Yeah, I mean, like, so I, I'm going to try to think a little creatively here um, because frankly my instinct is there's not much that they could do like i i think just that without some really drastic changes it, it would be very hard to convince me that it is worth it to go out um particularly for something that like yeah it's fun and i love playing poker tournaments but at the end of the day like a lot of the value and the things that i enjoy about going to the world series every summer is a lot of the interpersonal like interaction uh a lot of some of the things i think that would kind of undermined by measures that would have to be taken to do it safely or as safely as possible. Um, but as far as like the, the things that they would have to do to, for me to even consider, it, it would be, you can't let, you know, personal hygiene stuff, you can't let some of these measures be um, voluntary. They would have to absolutely be mandatory. And like, as much as I hate <laughs> saying that something like this would have to be mandatory for me to go. It's just how strongly I feel about it uh, as far as like from a safety concern. So things like, uh, okay, hand sanitizer visible and available. It's like, that's great. Everyone's got to use it. There's no point uh, in, I mean, not no point in having it, but there's virtually no point in having it if it's just there visible. Like what percentage of people do you think would use that pre-pandemic? It's probably like 5%. And then like, yeah, 
people are going to do it more in this climate, but I just, I think it would have to be mandatory, something like hand sanitizer. Uh, disinfecting every break, I guess it's harder to do it more than every break, but maybe you make break more frequently to, to do that kind of thing. Uh, actually cleaning the chips, disinfecting the chips. I mean, uh, those things are disgusting as it is. Uh, and then face masks, like it, it sounds crazy, but I, I don't think that with a respiratory virus, you can really get away with anything else. Um, and th there's definitely other measures, like if, if testing somehow became widely available and you could just only admit people who uh, you know, weren't carriers or something of that nature, like I could see there being some sort of uh, workaround where I would feel comfortable, but of the things that I'm aware of that are available and reasonably easy to implement, I just don't, I just don't see it happening. I had to ask both of our mats about worst case scenarios for big live poker tournaments down the line four or five years from now. I started with our poker administrator, Matt Savage. Thinking about the longer term future, if you think ahead for poker specifically, and specifically live poker events, maybe the World Series of Poker is the best example because it's the most extreme example. So if you think about what would be, I guess let's start with the worst case scenario, the realistic worst case scenario for the World Series of Poker in like 2024 or 2025. What does that look like to you? Oh, the worst case scenario is probably something like this comes back every year. We can't find a vaccine for it, which I think we will. People are too afraid to go out in public, you know? I mean, that's the, the worst case scenario. Um, and of course, if they're afraid to go out in public, they're too afraid to go out and play poker. So yeah, I think that's the worst case scenario. Even for this year, I think worst case scenario is people don't listen to you know, their government, their governors, and they're saying to stay at home and they continue to go out and this continues on through the summer and some poker rooms close. Yeah, I think that's probably worst case uh, is that this continues and then picks up again in the fall and then we're you know, stuck you know, basically at home again and uh, you know, we'll be a little more prepared for it this time. Here's our player, Matt Vaughn. As we look forward uh, five years into the future for the World Series and poker events in general, live poker events, do you think that what's happened here and what's currently happening is going to impact those? Do you think things will be noticeably different five years from now as they, than they were four months ago? Or do you think ultimately things are just going to get back to the way they were? I think it's going to partially depend on a lot of things that we don't know yet how big the impact will be. So for example, like, obviously, this is a massively impactful pandemic. And nobody is questioning that. But I think that in general, we've still had a decent hold on it as far as like using social distancing to um, manage it when we don't have a vaccine, we don't have herd immunity, etc. And so that could still get much worse. And if we've if we're kind of near uh, the peak, you know, badness, if you like, there's not really a great word for this, but if we're near like the peak right now, uh, I would say that five years from now, things will look relatively the same. I, I think the biggest thing is like societal changes as a whole and how those trickle into poker more than it's going to be, um, measures taken inside the poker room. Like, I think that if society as a whole moves much more concretely into, you know what, we really need to be better about washing our hands all the time and we need to be better about you know what we do when we're sick not actually going out and just seeing people if we're like feeling you know under the weather whatever like lots of little things like that are under 
kind of everything in society. Like you can't just limit it just to poker. And I don't think that measures taken in the poker room are going to um, outweigh those things. I think those will be the biggest impact. And if you see those more societal changes, those will obviously trickle into poker as well. Cause that's just, it'll, it'll become more common sense. As far as like other things that could look very different inside of a poker room in reality, uh, you know, like there's, there's funny things that could happen. Like, you know, we could just decide, you know, physically handing back tokens of value just doesn't make sense. Why would we do that? Why did we ever do that? Like, it's possible that we go to those like, you know, electronic poker tables. I actually used to play those uh, in Madison. It was the clo it was like a 15 minute poker room for me that was electronic poker tables. And, uh, you know, the next closest casino was like an hour and a half away. So I, I probably put like 500 hours on those things. Um, it, it's not the same, you know, so like, I don't think that those will really get popular, but it's possible, man. If like, if we just, again, as a society decide that like, you know, physically passing those things across, physically passing money, right? Like, like, I don't think it's just poker. I think it's like, if we just decide as a society that like paper currency is stupid, then yeah, we won't have poker chips anymore. Um, but I don't think like one is really all that likely to happen uh, in poker before you see it happen like outside in the outside world. If you look uh, five years down the line, are you, and, and, we, and you do sort of worst case type scenarios. So maybe the electronic tables fits into that scenario. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe there's things that are more intense than that or different than that for you. What do you, what do you see as the scenarios that the big casinos are maybe are dreading the most or are in your mind the worst case? Yeah, well, I, I do remember that uh, in the early stages where uh, it was already like pandemic level, but it, we hadn't yet shut everything down. Uh, some casinos, I believe the win, possibly a couple others were uh, screening patrons for their temperature. And basically like anybody, they could tell if somebody had a fever and anyone who had a fever was not allowed inside the property. So again, like while I think that some of these mandatory measures are good and necessary in in certain contexts like i'm not really a fan of the idea of screening like for certain things and and whatever like involuntarily and i'm sure the casinos wouldn't be either because anytime they have to screen people they are not letting some percentage of people through the door to gamble money so but i i think that things like that um testing for various things taking people's temperatures before they're allowed in the door i think that kind of fits inside of like a general, not maybe not worst case scenario, but like a, a changed climate climate that's just not that good. Um, and that people won't like <laughs> the changes. I think the electronic poker tables thing is, again, not like a worst case scenario, but pretty bad. Nobody really likes them that much as far as I can tell. Uh, there's something very satisfying to the tactile nature of the game um, that you just can't really replicate you know, online or in this case with a touch screen. And so for me, like I would be disappointed if it, you know, we ended up doing that, but it, it, it's possible that that could happen. The obvious like end game worst case scenario is that poker just goes away, right? It just doesn't exist in a live format. They just decide that, you know, it, first of all, people just slow down coming because they're coming out of the wake of this pandemic. And these poker rooms that were at a time you know, an amenity effectively for the casino. It's like an amenity for guests to get them in the door, um, just like another option for them to do while they're in between, uh, you know, playing at other tables. 
it's not really that profitable for the casino. And I could absolutely see, you know, many, most, even all poker rooms shutting down at some point in the future. Like, I think that's a doomsday scenario. I don't think that's likely at all. By the way, I think that's like a 0.1%, maybe 0.01% type scenario. Um, But it's possible, right? The casinos every year are always questioning, like, is it really worth having this poker room? Like, is it, is it actually bringing in money? Is it worth the personnel, the time, uh, the physical space that could be slots instead, could be whatever instead. But I, I don't think like it's, again, likely at all. So, you know, don't, don't have me on record here as saying like, I think poker's doomed. I don't think poker's doomed. Uh, but there's a lot we don't know right now about how things could progress. And it's a complex system, man. It's just, there's so many moving parts when you, when you talk about something like this. And so, uh, you know, speculating right now, I think is kind of all we can really do. If you think about the likely or realistic best case scenario, what do you see? Do you see the, it basically just being as it, as it has been, or do you see um, with some changes or what? Yeah, the best case scenario for me is that people actually learn from this and do take a little, you know, better care of their hygiene, wash their hands, and, you know, don't sneeze at the table, don't sneeze into their hands uh, and take care of each other, right? A quick update, the World Series of Poker has indeed been delayed. They are now targeting fall 2020, though they have yet to actually pick a date and seem to be waiting and seeing how the coronavirus plays out. If you like this show, you should definitely check out our other episodes. We have one with box office analysts talking about the movie industry. We're talking about movie theaters and movie studios, the impact of video on demand, what things might look like four or five years down the line. It's a great episode. Also, we have an episode on the NBA and what it would look like if the NBA were to try and come back this year, as well as worst case scenarios four or five years down the line. That's with Ben Golliver, who is the host of the NBA Open Floor podcast and is the Washington Post national NBA writer. They're great episodes. Check them out anywhere podcasts are. I'd like to thank our guests from this week's show, Matt Savage and Matt Vaughn. Thank you as well for listening. I'm Jonathan Levy, and this is Aftermask. Aftermask.